Welcome, friends, to another episode of Justice League Revisited. We are covering, once again, the two-part episode Paradise Lost because we've got the director of the episode, so we had to dig into it because there were a lot of questions I had and that the listeners had, and more importantly, that my wonderful co-host had, the voice of Wonder Woman, Susan Eisenberg. How are you? I'm well, and I'm glad to be back. I, I always tell you this, but I miss you in between our our recordings, so it's nice to see your face. As do I. Mean, I. The, the listeners can't see your face, but trust me when I tell you. That's why we have listeners, because they can't see my face. <laughs> face for radio. We're, I know. Listen, I'm right I'm right there with you. I love radio. I, I love audio. It's all good. Um, yeah, this is going to be a good show, because we, yeah, we did have some questions, and you know, there's just nothing like talking to the person who was in the room where it happened, if yeah. I may. Yeah, no, that's what I, I we uh, always get some great questions for the writers and the the directors, especially because I feel like when we have voiceover guests, they get a lot of questions at Comic Cons and people are in the room. So they hear those questions, everything like that. But I feel like not enough love is given. And you and I have talked about this before to the writers and the directors and the storyboard artists and the animators and everything. So that's why I like that we're doing this and we're getting a good mix of all the people who are involved in the show. Cause hopefully this will give all of our listeners something to be like, Oh, I didn't know that before. Yeah, I hope so. Right. That, that, that giving that platform to people and also um, giving it to giving it to the audience because you know what, they love the, the they love this show and having um, people talk about what went into certain things and shots and scripts. Um, I I'm giddy about that, so I'm hoping the listeners feel the same way. And I can't see why they wouldn't. I mean, we, and I mentioned this to Dan when we spoke. He's got one of the top rated episodes download wise. Um, so we'll bring that up to him and make him, we'll see if he blushes. We'll see if he blushes when we mention that. He will. He totally will. He'll get like all like, oh, well, shucks. I've never met somebody That's who's so person. talented, but he's just so like, oh no, no, it was no big deal. But he's just got that personality, which kind of makes you love him even more. Totally. And I think, you know, I think that um, we, we've gotten to know him and I've done like panels with him now and, um, I just have a comfort level with Dan that I never would have had had we done this, you know, 15 years, 10 years ago. Um, but I know him in like real life now. So every time he comes on and I hopefully hopefully it will be many, many times as we're going through the series. Right. Because he directed so many of them. Yeah. Um, we'll just keep having him on. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's one of those He'll things. Yeah, someone, he's our go-to. He's exactly. our go-to, right? Especially because he had his hand in so many of these. Same with Rich. Uh, I think they, Rich, the Pope, two of them, yeah. and uh, you know, hopefully we'll get Andre on at some point. It'd be great to talk to her. But these oh. people who were integral and had really their fingers in the pie more than anybody else, I think it's great that we're getting their input. A thousand percent. And so we hope you know um, the the listeners are enjoying it too. And and let's go. Let's let's start this baby. Let's do it. And so here he is. Back for a second bite at the apple. We couldn't do this show without him. Obviously, the, the people I was talking, Susan, to Dan over instant messenger, and I told him his episode. I mean, we've had Phil Amar, We've had George Newbern. We've had Stan. <laughs> he is still our most downloaded episode. He goes, oh, that was that was because it was the first episode. So this is going to put to the test. Listeners, if you're listening right now, <laughs> download this episode because we're going to look back in two weeks and see if the Dan Reba episodes just whoo, spike on the little Spotify thing. <laughs> 
We'll, we'll I see. I love it. I love it. He's <laughs> he's a celebrity in his own I, right at this I, point. I don't. I I don't even know. I can't even fathom. I I can't. I I can't. This isn't compute. <laughs> well, wait, Susan always mentions that you know all the love you got when we were at that Pasadena Comic Con, and uh, we came off the yeah. stage, and the crowd just whoo, flocked to Dan like he had magnets in his shirt. I mean, it was crazy. Well, I had uh-huh. magnets in my shirt. So. Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, <it's>, uh, <laughs> And I think, James, I think for you and me, because we just adore, not that we haven't adored everybody, <laughs> all of our guests, Certainly. but there's a certain comfort level with Dan. And I think that comes through for both of us um, when we're talking with him, don't you think? A little bit? Yeah. As much as I love George and Phil, Dan actually is the one who paid off my mortgage. So, of course, I'm any more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, You know, um, he's here all week, folks. <laughs> two, drink, two drink minimum. That's right. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> but Dan, we're so delighted that you're back. And this one for, uh, there were so many questions that we had going into this one. And oh, great. we had a lot of Twitter questions today too, when I announced you. So we're going to, we're going to eat this episode up. I think in the previous episode where we had James from the watchtower, we kind of dug into our own things, what we thought about the episode, how we broke it down. So we'll certainly cover part of that. But this one, I think Susan and I, and obviously the Twitter followers and the social media people just kind of want to pick your brain about different aspects of it. Do you have any opening statements before we begin, Dan? <laughs> You're not well, under oath. Just no, so no. You know. it, 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 it's, a, it's a solid episode, but like every kind of, every director looks at something and goes, oh, I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done that. Uh, you know, you always look at things that you you think could have been better rather than like all of the strengths. So it's it's kind of like I'm going to shut up because I don't want to <laughs> know about that stuff because I don't I don't I don't want to bring it down because I'm like I, there's so many things I love about it, though. So I'm like, you know, uh, for me, yeah, but was- we, li- we like hearing about that stuff, too. I mean, I certainly talked about how much I cringed when I watched some of, you know, when I watch some of the episodes that I'm in and there are takes that I would do very differently, even just one word, right. one word takes, you know, right, I would just right. change how I do it at the inflection or louder or different <laughs> or more yeah. confident. So, I mean, I appreciate, I think most creative people, when they look back on their work, most people have a few things that they'd said, well, I think maybe I would have done this differently. It doesn't mean that it's terrible, right? but that they might do it differently. Right, Although right. I have to say a couple of my takes, I think were terrible. No, but- no, no. But I, I appreciate that you're looking back at it, and and we'd love to hear your thoughts, the positive okay. and the negative. Sure. Or yeah. critical, I should yeah, say. Yeah, negative, yeah. Critical. It's, it's, it, it's, I mean, it's funny. Um, yeah, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> it's, yeah, there's, it's, it, it's like I'm, I'm watching the episode going, why is that little girl so mean to Wonder Woman? I'm not your <laughs> sister. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> We talked about that. We we didn't talk about how mean she was, but we were like, uh, hello, why is the mother thanking Wonder Woman for exactly. saving her child? Yeah. And what, what kind of mother the house. lets her kid run out right. around and play climb in a tree for three hours in a storm that's obviously been raging for a little while now? It's like there's a hurricane coming. Yeah, you know what? Go climb a tree. That's great. That'll be fun. And why was she climbing the tree? These are the that's, things these are right. the things we were attending to in the other episode that right. were you know, it's heavy stuff. It's heavy stuff we were really addressing. Why was the kid in the tree to begin with? You know, I, I, I kind of logic that my, uh, to myself as saying that maybe she was uh, scared of the, of the wind and she got caught out there playing. And she felt she was safer in the tree than anywhere else because it was, it was cover. 
See, so I thought it was a kitty. I thought there was going to be a kitty. Right, right, right. That she was or... going to say, well, that would have made more sense. Like she was trying to get a cat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That would, that would be what a kid would do. So, you know, but then she, but then Wonder Woman has to save too. Cause it's like, ah, your cat's, uh, you know, we, we don't know what happened to that. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. All right. And we know Wonder Woman's a dog person. She wouldn't have helped the cat anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, hello. Wonder Woman is not only a dog person. She loves all creatures. Oh, she big does. And small. She does. And, and, then, and, and they ride kangaroos and Themyscira and the original right. comic. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of the little girl, that actually is one of my very first questions I had for you, Dan, uh, was the little girl's name with the mom's calling her Cassie. Cassie, is that a reference to the second Wonder Girl, Cassandra Sandsmark, created by John Byrne in Wonder Woman number 105? Because it would have been just a couple years before this was written and filmed. I was curious, was that a little nod to the John Byrne run on Wonder Woman that had just happened? Uh, sure. Yes. I, 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 you know, all I know is that, yes, people had been reading that stuff. So I can't say for sure um, because I didn't write it. So I don't, you know, but I wouldn't doubt that that was, that was the case because there are no accidents. Well, there's some coincidences, but generally something like that, I, something like that just sounds, eh, I betcha, I betcha. Gotcha. I and, need a and, sound effect, James, for when you're exceptionally geeky. Like that question <laughs> is so ridiculously like I'm just kind of looking off at like the books in my closet. Like what? <laughs> I, I don't even know what he's saying. And Dan's expression was like, I don't know what he's asking because I am not the writer. No, but, but Dan had a like lot of input with the writers and stuff. I mean, he. he no, he not, not. Well, sometimes, sometimes. sometimes. I mean, we, 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 it was always after the fact. It was like, hey, how about this and that? And, you know, you but but we there's so much logistics to deal with. Oh, I wasn't. And that stuff was kind of worked out, you know, but right. yes, there were times when we'd be like, Oh, can we make, do this instead of this? Or can we have this action? It was more like in the action scenes. That's where we kind of, gotcha. you know, take, 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 you know, take a little bit more of the reins. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know for sure. I can't, I can't answer for sure, but I wouldn't doubt it. It, it makes perfect sense. Cause well, I've never that talked to Joseph. So I didn't know how much Joseph, obviously you and Phil are comic book people. I know if Joseph yes. was or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would think so. I mean, yeah. 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 And he'd, he'd written before for other shows and stuff to the, to the point where, you know, when he was doing the Batman, somebody thought his name was a joke because Joe Kerr is Joe. Kerr. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's, we, well, we know what that is. And it's like, no, that's literally his name. That is literally <laughs> his name. It just, it's, it's not, you know, he's not a homicidal maniac. Right. He's really a nice guy. He's a very nice guy and a talented writer. And you can and hit the sound effects cue now, Susan, because Joseph, <laughs> Joe Kerr was a, was a name that the Joker went by in the detective comics run after Bruce Wayne had his back broken and Jean-Paul Valet yeah. become. And there was a whole scene where he was set up as a director named Joe Kerr. And the Joker was directing these things where he was trying to kill people around Gotham. So there you go. I'm done. Susan, it's up. I'm, you're up. I'm sorry. Did you say something? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was looking at my phone. I, uh. Oh, no, it's like, I it's appreciate like tweeting. No, this is this is why he's perfect as yes. a partner for me because I know Absolutely. nothing about this, exactly. and he knows everything about it. Yes, so yes. it's it's brilliant. Um, and and James, I know some, <laughs> and you do some. Well, James, we had so many questions for him from Twitter. Do you want to like do sure. all your questions, or do you want to? We can um, space them out. Do you, do you have a couple that you want to? Because I know you do more of the Instagram and everything. Did you get questions that you want to start I with, didn't. or do you want me to roll I, into it? 
No, you roll into them because I saw a ton on Twitter and I thought, I hope James is taking all this down. I mean, I went through and liked them, but I, I figured you would be, you know, writing them down for Dan. Yeah, no, I've got them pulled up here. And okay, so the first one comes to us from John Trumbull on Twitter at Trumbull comic. Oh, I can't answer that. I know him. That's, oh, well, that's, then never I, mind. John, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> no, please no, call I'm back kidding, when I'm we kidding. get our next guest. No, 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 no please, please. I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer. But that this will be a geeky question. I can tell you. And it, yeah. And it, 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 I love the question too, to why I'm starting with, not that I don't love all our questions, but this one, I was like, Ooh, that's, I'd love for Dan to talk about the story choices they made early on to separate the leaguers from their various support systems. Obviously, we talked about in Blackest Night where the core and him kind of have a little rift now with Jon Stewart and the whole Wonder Woman thing on Themyscira. Was that a conscious choice to bond the league tighter as a group? Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't feel alone now, John. At least he gave you more or less the same answer I got for Cassie Sandmark. So that's okay. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I no, I, I think it, yes, absolutely. Uh, there is a thing, um, and and I think there's a as we progress, you know, we 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 wanted to get more of the group together, but it's it's a tough thing to write everybody. And 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 one of the things I noticed that was missing in this episode was Hot Girl. That's what I thought too. Because and it's, thought, yeah, we, we talked about this point, last week. The whole point is that the men are in Themyscira, but mm-hmm. it's like, boy, there's no line to reference where mm-hmm. she is. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to say, hey, she's off, you know, doing some stuff <laughs> somewhere. Right. You know, thing. Like, yeah. Doing her thing, you know, they, they, she, she's just not there. And that's, that's the thing that's awkward about some of the, you know, where, where it's like, where is everybody? It's a super mm-hmm. magic. Well, you know, he's in some other dimension doing blah, blah, blah. He's out in space. But, um, uh, but, but, but yeah, that was the one aspect of it that was like, well, obviously plot dictated that only men could go to them, you know, Themyscira to, 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 to create a problem for, you know, you know, Wonder Woman later on. So, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But but yes, I th- I think so. I think I think it was like uh, an episode by episode basis where you kind of like, you know, we don't have them all in here. Let's have all the guys do this, and you know, and you know, so so yeah, yeah. I I think there is. I think there is. Okay. And it's always interesting when like one or two are missing, and they usually are because obviously um, they couldn't use all of us and guest stars. I mean, they wanted to slim it down a little bit. But it's so it's so fun when you see everyone's origin story and the character gets focused on and let me just before we go on even further one of my notes that I took when I was watching the show was just how good the direction was like there's so much in this episode and in every episode that the actor has so little to do with because it's not about lines it's about visuals and we have nothing to do with that I mean some of the expressions on faces may be storyboarded and that may not be you but I don't it's just, I just wrote down, Dan did an amazing job <laughs> in directing this episode. It was just, I, I just, you know, for many reasons, I love this episode, but I love the direction. Just oh, thank do. Thank you so much. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. And I had a very, very great team that was working with me with uh, Brett Blevins and, and Adam Van Wick and Joaquin Dos Santos. They're all mm-hmm. brilliant board artists and they, they all helped tremendously to, to make these things work so well. So yeah, I it was, uh, and particularly in the second part, that that fight scene, Adam did the whole, the, the oh, it was it was insane. It was yeah, absolutely. Insane. That was all action. That second part, they go down in the, yes. into the pit, and that's boom. Yes. It's like yeah. nothing yeah. but yeah. fighting and action. I, it was and amazing. 
And yeah. James, do you remember when I kicked Superman's ass? We do. I think yes. you mentioned that last. I uh, did know. you? Yeah, you mentioned that once. Before. I mentioned it. Yeah, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I thought I thought that was very important that, that we really when good, yeah. when they go head to head. And was that was that a? Because obviously they always talk about like if people are I, I go to these comic book conventions and you ask the writers and the artists, well, who would win in a battle? And they're like, right. who's writing it? So my question, Dan, <laughs> off of Susan's kind of to get on her coattails there a moment, and she's very dapperly dressed today, I might say so. Coattails indeed. Um, <laughs> with with her hitting that power level in the comics, it's always mentioned, you know, her power is a little under Superman's, but sometimes she's a little more than same with Martian Manhunter. He should be as powerful as Superman, but depends on who's writing him. So was the decision for her to beat Superman. Was that because this was a wonder woman episode or is that establishing, Hey, she's as powerful. Was that what the, the, the thrust of this was? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, it's always hard to say, and and you don't. I, I, I it's. I'm talking to Wonder Woman, so yes, Wonder Woman, absolutely. You yeah. know, yes, <laughs> stronger than. But the 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 way that we were kind of, and and we had kind of even retconned a little bit to to sort of or, or justified Superman's, um, that he's pulling punches hmm. always mm-hmm. until he's fighting Mongol or Darkseid. Uh, he's he's never really trying to kill anybody mm-hmm. he just wants to fight you know to, to to stop whatever's happening but he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't want to kill and so he's always going to to, to pull his punches to some degree oh. so there is that aspect of it that that's like i think you know because um because he figures it out before before she does and mm-hmm. and 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 that's you know he's and he gets his ass kicked <laughs> soundly you know yeah. because he's trying to stop you know right <laughs> you know and and so you know it's it's like yeah but but even before that who knows if he's if he's like i don't know what this monster is do i you know how far do i how, how hard do i do i hit it mm-hmm. um so there there's always a little bit of that with superman um so Okay. But yeah, super. But Wonder Woman's stronger. We know. We know. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. As strong. As Thanks, strong. Dan. I do say Hera give me strength in this episode a lot. And I got yes. to say that I am Diana, Princess of the Amazons. That was exciting no. to see that. Right. That was exciting. It's on, I was oh. telling these guys last week, that's on my animation demo reel to this wow. day. Wow. I have that because it's so, for yeah. me, it feels so defining. It is. And um, so it was just a thrill. Like to be able, because I haven't seen these episodes in so long, and it was fun revisiting that one. You know, in those lines, great hair. You know, hair give me strength. I said that a lot. (laughs) So yeah, not that you wrote it, but still, it was fun. It's really yeah, no, it's it's it. it, That's what's cool about these. It's like so much of these are define the characters. You know, it's like I know Wonder Woman was part of Super Friends and stuff, but it's like it, it it didn't have the. The, the the real visceral you know until until the show you know and i um, loved that so much of it took place on themiscira because some of the my favorite things about her and the character exactly are you know the mythology and exactly. the sisterhood and all of that and yeah, the yeah. mother relationship i, know, I mean the mother daughter susan sullivan we that's talked about her a lot wonderful. last week She's wonderful wonderful and she was new to animation she was new to voice doing this kind oh. of thing and because she she's a pro you know, know. she's just a like a brilliant actress and uh yeah so good 
I mean, okay. it's funny because yeah, if you know, some of the, the the veteran actors that had done a lot of radio, you know, even mm-hmm. though they hadn't voiced cartoons, you're like, well, they did radio, so they already know, you know, uh, uh, how to how to project their voice and how to act and uh, with just their voice. But uh, but but people who haven't done that, it's it's, it's amazing. It's and, and wonderful to hear, you know, somebody absolutely, like, absolutely. And she just felt like my mother. I mean, she just did. I mean, it's not like we had a relationship, but there was just something so maternal yeah. and wonderful about and com- yet commanding yeah. about her voice um, and yeah. still is. I mean, yeah. she's she's still. Yeah. So, James, should we do another question? Yes. Do you have do you have one or do you want me to do another one? No, you you go ahead. OK. You have, well, like there were a lot on. Twitter. Yeah. Oh, we had a lot of. Yeah, we have uh, at Sierra and Downey, whose Twitter handle is at Ire Vertigo, says, as someone who has directed many a superhero, is Wonder Woman different for you, Dan, with much of her backstory based on pre-existing mythology, you know, Hippolyta, Hades, rather than the comic-specific origins of other heroes, how does that affect your approach to directing? And the question is also actually for Susan. So, Dan, you want to start that one? Um, boy, I, I, I don't, I don't even know how to handle it because, uh, you know, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I love mythology, so I've always been, uh, you know, a nut when it comes to that stuff. So, and 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 particularly uh, the Harryhausen stuff, you know. So everything for me is informed by Jason and the Argonauts. <laughs> so, so this this episode was like an homage to that film hmm. uh, in so many ways, um, and so. So it, it it was very comfortable for me uh, to to kind of like deal with the mythology aspects of, of Wonder Woman. It was it was really fun. Um, you know, she's not from another planet. Uh, you know, it's not like her parents were murdered. You know, in front of her eyes when she was a child. She doesn't have a. It, it's a completely different thing. It's 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 uh, it's it's. I like that. I, I really enjoy it. So what was I don't it like to it, create those spaces? Like to work in those spaces to work. Aunt Themyscira to work, you know, having to go to Hades. I mean, what was it like? Boy, uh, that's a, uh, you know, when you're doing cartoons, your, your support of, of the background designers and, uh, and, and all of that stuff really, really helps because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the research has to be done. They have to look for this, you know, the, the classical paintings and, 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 and real, places to sort of mm-hmm. to, to base things on to you know so um so there's a lot more research involved than just mm-hmm. doing a regular you know city thing um so there is a lot of that that makes it makes it a challenge and and fun yeah and fun yeah it was nice to be on a exactly. different set because exactly. we were used to you know the watchtower and things like that so it was nice right. to get out of the studio get out of the watchtower get to the mascara yeah. i you know i enjoyed yeah. it i mean it was good it was good yeah, day i mean i mean it's funny cuz like the 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 mall and and the the museum and all these things are sort of based on because we have you know limited resources even though it's a huge budgeted show and so many people a lot of that stuff were based on existing designs from Batman Beyond. You can kind of tell really? that the deco was kind of simplified. Yeah. yeah. That, that sort of style. Yeah, yeah. I think on the mall kind of feels like, you know, the museum. Um, there, you can see that there's aspects of that that are retrofitted to fit our show better. But, oh, wow. but there, and some with Superman as well, I think. I think the mall was also used in one of the Superman episodes, but it was kind of like obviously augmented and, and added to and played with and changed. But, you know, the, the core of it, I think, was boarded to some existing material. 
Um, that, so yeah, that know, track. Then when you're dealing with Themyscira, it's like, no, we don't, we, we weren't there before, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. except for a couple of shots where, you know, in the pilot, we just saw little bits here and there, mm-hmm. but we kind of kept it to just those, those shots. Cause it was like the, the, the scope of the episode was so big. We weren't like ready to design it all at that point. So none of the pieces were borrowed from Maxi Zeus's penthouse from Batman Beyond, the new adventures or anything like that. <laughs> I, I Where's know. that sound effect? Where's yeah. the sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting we're honest, getting one for next yeah, week, James. Yeah, you know, look at you know, me. You, you, the coordinators help pull that stuff. So you know, it was it's, so it's like because yeah, we had this thing where people would pull. Yeah, we had a library of stuff that was sort of like pulled for you know because even like the, the 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 newsstand guy. I'm like, wait a second, I think I designed that guy for for a Batman episode ages and ages ago. Oh, that's and it great. was just sort of you know slightly altered for for the new series but it's like i know that guy i know that guy i drew him (laughs) well that's great though because it reminds me of like a sound stage at a studio where you have all these sets that were built for certain things and then you can reuse them right and 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 also like the cast like these these incidentals that are just sort of like it 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 feels like like preston sturge's repertory you know frank capital (laughs) reusing actors from different movies and you're just kind of like oh yeah let's pull that guy from this oh this extra is really good oh yeah this you know oh that's great that's great. So, yeah, there was a lot of that. Okay, next question. Um, I'm not sure if you'll be able to speak to this one or not, but we have at Wilden Speaker. Hopefully I said that right. Uh, please ask Dan where Diane is living during the time she wasn't on the island. We never see, like, we see uh, John Stewart's apartment, and we see, obviously, we know Bruce Wayne lives at the mansion and Clark Kent's apartment in Metropolis. Obviously, you might not know this, and we was never it was never addressed. Do we know? Was there any in your head? Some canon is yeah. Diana is actually holed up at the you know a room in the YMCA or something like that. Or I'm sorry, YMCA. <laughs> I don't know who MCA. YW. Where? It oh, be, it would be W. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because yeah, I would you know I I would imagine she spent a lot of time on the Watchtower, but I, she has to be on Earth because you know it, she's got a. You know, where is she during this hurricane, you know? So, I, I, you know, before it happened. So, yeah, she has to have a base somewhere. That's a great question. <laughs> That's a really good question. You it know, was it's never because... addressed, so I'm just kind of curious. No. no. And on-camera actors always get so excited when there's, like, a set that establishes yeah. their apartment, oh, their sure. house, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I guess if we ever bring the show back, um, Dan, I'm going to have place. that... I'm going to have that in my contract that yeah, I yeah. want <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, it's, apartment, it's, condo, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's funny because it's like, yes, I mean, she's wearing the red, white and blue. It should probably be, you know, in the Americas somewhere. But I kind of like picture her, you know, somewhere that 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 reflects her past, you know, like, you know, someplace in, in, in the Mediterranean somewhere that oh, just sort of like, you know, or 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 a or a, or a nice vacation type place that overlooks the ocean so that you know or so athens that georgia that way the name is yeah, athens georgia that's a stretch yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I you know it's interesting and i'm, I'm like yeah <laughs> i don't even know like like in the comics where where, where how where, where they establish you know how does she where does she you know and, and it's funny because she doesn't deal with like her secret identity like in the, right in, in the in the tv show and stuff she doesn't like she only she only she's only Diana Prince with you know with with the regular outfit in one episode of our series. So it's not like she has a secret identity that she runs around and you know. Oh, that's so interesting. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yep, it's just Princess Diana all the time. <laughs> <It's> cool. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Always All a right, princess. What do we- yeah. <laughs> and the warrior. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, another question on Twitter comes from it's Joseph MP4. The O in Joseph is with a zero, though. Uh, were there any plans for a solo Wonder Woman show at any point? I don't understand why the WB Warner Brothers hasn't already done one, but it seems like this would have been a great launching off point. Was there any talk? At any point, Dan, that you're aware of during the run of the series of, of any character getting an offshoot of for the, or their own? Uh, not that I am aware of. Okay. Not that I am aware of. Um, um, but I think, you know, when they when they did the videos later on, they were trying to like, let's 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 do that. Let's try to like showcase, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. character. But um, but I don't I yeah, I don't I don't recall any any discussion. Hmm. Um, and, and, and it's funny because it's like, I, I know that the, the negotiations for the rights to Wonder Woman were different from the other characters. Mm-hmm. There's a thing with the Marsden estate that's, that's a little tricky. And, and so, uh, you know, being the last character that was signed on the, under the series, it was, uh, it, it, it I, I don't, I, I wonder if they just kind of went, why, why would we go through this again or something or just sort of like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if like what the situation was exactly and why, you know, but, but there's also, you know, I, I hate to say it, but you know, toy companies and all that stuff, the licensing and merchandising, they always kind of go, wow, you know, is it a boy show? Is it, is it a girl show? What, what, what is this? And so you hate to say it, but it is just the reality. You know, it's like you can't have a discussion about animation without talking about toys. Right. And the the money made from the sale of these things. I mean, it's so um, insane to me that, you know, there would they would they would think they in quotations that there would be a, you know, lack of an audience or lack of um, of toys to sell, because, of course, there would be and there'd be an audience for it. But it's right to bring it up because that is part of the story. Yeah. You know, that you can't have a discussion about these things no. without talking and, and about it, the bottom it's line. It's money. It's yep, money. The bottom it, line. It, and, and what the funny thing is that, uh, that the toys sold incredibly well. Yeah, so they did. So that, that they, they extended beyond the life of the show. They were and, doing and San Diego comic con exclusives. It was crazy. And they were generating characters that were never appeared on the show. Right. Things that we couldn't, we didn't have rights to that. We couldn't use that. We wanted to, um, and, and they just started showing up. They, they, they mentioned plastic man. Let's just do a plastic man. Let's they, they did this and, you know, and so things would be, you know, and it was wonderful to see sort of a, what if yeah. the series had extended that the toys were sort of, uh, the, the fantasy of, 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 if we had done more episodes, what, what, what could have happened? One of my favorite I still three see packs. Toys. I mean, don't you still yeah. see things? I still, and even like products you know like toothpaste for kids right. yeah and things like that like when you go to target and you you see all these things yeah yeah it's it's kind of and it's our show it's so cool yeah right <laughs> it's so right cool. it is a hundred percent that's one of my favorite three packs of figures they did of from the original kenner's superpower lines the very last line in 1986 they included figures like samurai apache chief and cyborg and they Mattel did a three pack of those figures in the Bruce Tim animation style of Justice League, and I loved it. It was great. Never appeared in the show, but the fact that right. they had those right. three characters because those yeah, are three right. of the higher, more expensive figures in the Kenner right, Superpowers right. line. You try to buy them now, so yeah, right. that was a lot of fun. And I think wasn't Giganta wasn't that a San Diego Comic Con exclusive as well when it had the large clear packaging and the giant huge Giganta and a little minifigure in front so. of her? I believe so. There was a Solomon Grundy, uh, yeah. also. Yeah, and they did that one was, with slime-covered variant Solomon Grundy. I think so. 
It that's was great. Really amazing. Gosh. Wow, that's great. Another question has come in. This one from W.R. Miller. I'm, these are coming in in real time. We're still getting questions for you, Dan. Like I'm, I'm watching my Twitter feed refresh well, and new Bob. questions. I know. Yeah, I know Bob. <laughs> uh, Bob he, Miller, yes. Yeah, he wants to know, in the DC animated universe, why does Supergirl wear gloves? Um, why I didn't see wear... that coming. No, I didn't did either. Did not see that no. question coming? Because, Bob, Bob, um... Bob would ask that. That's, that's a that's a. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Bob. I don't think I. 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 I think um, to set her apart from 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 Superman to some degree. Okay. I think. Oh. Um, and also, you know, fingerprints. <laughs> yeah, I guess because she has a secret identity too. Obviously, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I you know, I, but then why wouldn't Superman? Gee, that would be an easy way to. Some, I know. Hey, these, these Clark's prints. Right. Hmm. What are they doing on this crushed automobile? Why do Clark Kent's yeah, fingerprints? It, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So I, I I can't say. I I think they just look good. Honestly, from from a design standpoint, yeah. I think they just like they just look, they just look stylish and look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was I th- honestly the bottom line when it comes to some of those things. Sometimes there's a reason, and sometimes it just there like, isn't. It looks good. It it breaks up the it, the the shapes and it and the colors and stuff. So yeah. I think it's one of the fun things about having um, James on last week from Watchtower Database was just listening to the conversation he and my James were having, yeah. you know, because they both were just um, the, the, the minutia fans, just fans see everything and they care so deeply about it. And I, I appreciate that so much. And it's wonderful for this podcast that we have the people who are actually there creating it, that we have a chance to ask people. I mean, I'm I not know. talking about the gloves specifically. No, I, I know, know. I know about the gloves. <laughs> but what's what's really funny here is that is that you know James is a friend of mine. Uh, uh, other James as well. I mean James. Yeah. You know, you, you, um, but but Bob is a friend of mine. Uh, uh, Trumbull is a friend. You know, so it's like it's cool. It's like this is like an expanded conversation that we're just. It's like a party. So this is really cool. <laughs> that's see we're, that's the tagline, Susan. Justice League revisited. It's like a party. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, our friend, we we just mentioned him, uh, Watchtower Database, wants to know, Dan, what's your favorite flavor of instant ramen? <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I'm vegan, um, uh, I, whatever is artificially flavored, <laughs> whatever doesn't have meat in it and, and, uh, you know, uh, and, and it's a, a little spicy, but yeah, I like, I like that stuff. And of course, Dan <laughs> always flavors noted. his ramen with 10 hands, olive oil. This episode brought to you by George Newman's <laughs> 10 hands, olive oil. Look for it in the green bottle. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have did you have any questions on your I feel like I'm monopolizing this, Susan. Do you have any questions that you want no. to list off? Okay. No, because I didn't put it out there today. Oh, okay, okay, no worries. Because I saw that you had and I thought and then I saw all the questions coming in for Dan. So I'm like, okay, I'm not even gonna hopefully we'll be able to get them all. So no, you go ahead with the questions. Okay. Um just scrolling back through to refresh the feed, see what we have here. Um let's see. We have at Josh underscore Laborde, hopefully I pronounced that right, says, I don't have a question per se, but I need you to know that this episode got me riled up as a kid. I was like, Wonder Woman had no choice to do what she had to do to save the island. She gets banished? Come on! So thanks for making the direction and for making stories with consequence. Uh, yes, that's the thing. And I and I hated it too when we were doing it. <laughs> but, but, we, but, but we totally, you know, it, it is a thing where even the right decisions for a 
for an ancient bureaucracy. Right. You know, it's like these are the rules. You know, these are the rules. We we live by these rules, and 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 we can't change them because this is the way the island was established. So so you know, there has to be some kind of consequence, and and so. Um, even though it seems insane because they all came in and they helped and, and they helped preserve the island. They saved their lives. And it's like, thanks a lot. Well, they gave them little gold wreaths. I know. But they, they had to be a consequence. <laughs> you know, they had to, there had to be a little, you know, they had to be cons- a consequence to 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 that. So it, it's like, I, I, yeah, it kills me. You'd think that, you know, you, you can make an exception, right? And they're like, no. No reason. No, no. And I, that's why I, I loved, loved all Michael's. the reactions. Yes. Right. Michael Flash. Yeah. And he yeah. was just like, because he's everybody, right? In that yeah. moment. He's yeah. like, are you kidding me? Um, Flash, you know, his response was fantastic. And, and, and yet he is exactly why <laughs> they don't allow men. <laughs> <laughs> he's hitting on everything. Everybody <laughs> there. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, you're he's so just, right. You're you know, so right. Yep. It's, it's, it's like, well, you know, you know, and then he's like, this is bogus. I'm like, Hey, you know, flash. <laughs> if, you had, if you kept the civil tongue, maybe right. you know? <laughs> oh, if you so treated perfect. people with respect here, maybe, you know, but it's, it's hilarious. So yeah. he's the one who's the most outraged. And yet, and yet he's the one who's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what they kind of tonight? dialed that. I, I I like the fact that especially you see it in glimpses and bits here and there. But, you know, and I grew up, I think you and I had this conversation, Dan, when I started reading comics, Wally was the Flash. I did not know Barry Allen as Flash when I started reading comic books. So Wally is my guy. But I see little bits in this episode, like what would happen if Blue Beetle and Booster Gold came to the island? We're seeing that in the Flash here because they want to like, right. you know, hey, hey, gorgeous. What's going on? And I like that aspect, that little bit of humor, almost oh, like a, a Keith Giffen and Mark DeMattis kind absolutely. of. Absolutely. I loved it. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no, it was it was hilarious. It was obviously, we, we, you know, and, and Michael did a wonderful job. It was hilarious. It was so it was perfect. But uh, but but it is it is funny, though, because he's the one who's the most outraged. And, and it was like, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. you're the yeah, reason but, dude you know. <laughs> and i liked i like i did get I, I did get electrocuted in this a lot dan I, yeah i meant to talk to you about that yeah. um because you know george talks about how he's electrocuted in yep. every episode but this was my yeah yeah i mean there's so much adr in this and i, I have to tell you i um i felt exhausted watching these epi- this episode <laughs> I because i was like wow you know, it just, and I'm sure Andrea <laughs> Romano must have been like, "Woo, this is a lot for Susan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but it and was so fun watching it. Really it was, uh, you know, and, and John Rice davies was, oh, like, we talked cow. about him a lot. Last I mean, week. We talked, it, he was a phenomenal, phenomenal. It, and, and this was, by the way, this was recorded just before he left to New Zealand. Oh, New was New it really? Lord of the Rings. Yeah, this was like a week or two before he was he was very excited that he was wow. going to go be in the movie. So this is this is this is so cool because we, <laughs> we got him pre Lord of the Rings just just before. Wow. And um, and I think um, there were some some lines that he gave that made us uncomfortable. And we were like, is, is a network? They did actually. There were some things like licking and weird things that were in the board that we actually had to like tone down a little bit and and what was there was pretty graphic and it was we talked about that too last week you know or two weeks ago that there was just 
he his character it made me uncomfortable the yeah. things he, he was saying yeah um, I mean I'll yeah. get to you after I get right. to your mother right. and we like, talked oh about that yeah it was, it was, it was horrifying <laughs> horrifying and I remember being in the recording booth going wow it, <laughs> I mean he's bad so it's mm -hmm. okay right but wow yeah yeah no terrible yeah yeah no it was I remember that was uh that was something that that we're like yeah, I mean, if you're going to uh, give those lines to somebody, the Lord of Hell should probably have those yeah. lines. I mean, <laughs> let's establish Absolutely. he's if a anyone. bad guy. Right. If yeah. anyone. You know, okay, this is going to sound really weird and very, very small. But in the there was a Faust scene early on in the show, in the first mm -hmm. half of the show. And there was a sound effect. I know this is going to sound weird. That sounded just like six, you know, the six million dollar man sound effects, like yep. when they're doing the bionic thing. Right. There was yeah. a sound effect. And I, I literally like it jumped out at me because I'm like, oh, my God, that's the six million dollar man. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I should have written down what line it was, but it was with Faust. Right, it was right, with right. Robert England. And oh, it was great, so dude. he was so good. I mean, it's yeah. not a big cast, but it's such oh. a good cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, anyway, it was, it was fun to hearing this. The this, I don't know if it was intentional, but it was really fun to I, hear that. You know, sound effects guys do play with us a lot. They, I love they it. Sneak stuff in. I love you know, it. You know, it's 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 like, and so I wouldn't be surprised if that was an intentional thing on their part. Um, so yeah, that, that that's that's cool that you picked up on that. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, England was so great that, you know, we had to bring him back. I mean, here he is like dust at the end of the episode. That's why I was wondering, I'm like, I don't remember him dying and I know he comes back. So that's why I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, he was he was stuck in the other world in the mirror and, and Tala. That's right. That's uh, he, right. He, he tricks Tala into into changing places with her. Um, and and uh, so it was. Yeah, it, he was. It was so cool that I'm so glad we brought him back. Just he's. he's He's Gosh. a wonderful villain. The guest cast, yes. when you think about what you just said there, you've got Juliet Landau talking to oh. Robert England. I just wish I could have been a fly in the wall at these at these oh. recordings because, man, that's amazing. It, it was really fun. It was really fun. Those episodes are great. Yeah. And we've got at Steely Deal, uh, D-Y-L, any thoughts to having Etrigan in this episode originally with all the hellfire and such? Robert England communicating with a villain in another realm. Was there any... Freddy Krueger relationship that he was sought for this or did he just happen to audition for it? Or do you guys know, Hey, for this, we want Robert England. Hey, for this, we want Robert England. Okay. I mean, I pretty, pretty much. There's no, there's no audition. You, you, you <laughs> cast the right person, you know, that we know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there are tapes and stuff that people listen to for things for, for that. We, if we don't know an actor, but, but, uh, but in terms at this for guest stars, I don't think we, we really didn't do any auditions hmm. um you just cast people that you know would work out and come on no brainer right you know? exactly he was perfect for this he was perfect Ugh. um and etrigan i ironically um at the moment at the time i didn't i didn't think we could you know add other characters and do all that kind of stuff at that point because we weren't quite expanded you know and, and he did show up on the series hmm. later on um uh but i in this episode we didn't uh we didn't go there and um but i have to say watching it again i thought exactly the same thing you know after all these years i'm like gosh did i think that back then it's a good mm. question because i actually thought of it watching it going oh, you know <laughs> etrigan would have fit really well in this but also we didn't want to steal thunder it was it was hard enough having so many actors you know the, the characters to, to to play with and um you know and and during the big fight i don't know if you noticed i sure did where did superman go yeah 
Yeah, he, I mean, where, where'd he go? I, I was wondering about that because in the comic books, one of Superman's weaknesses is magic. It's magic. And I was wondering if being down in this realm underneath a mystical island with fighting, you know, the DC version of the devil, if he was just like uh, the same as Batman, basically, and just like SWAT. Okay, he's gone. Next. Right. It's it's very possible, but I don't, we didn't, I don't remember that moment, you know, I, there there was just sort of like, you know, I'm sure he's electrocuted or something at some point, because he's always <laughs> electrocuted. Poor George. But but we don't even get him to wake up and kind of like, you know, oh, you know, because it was sort of like, he, he zaps a couple of, you know, a lot, more than a couple, he, he uses his heat vision on on quite a number of the of of the, the the dead army but but it's sort of like where did he go right so yeah so blew it sorry i i should have i should have volunteered a shot that 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 that, that showed that so it was like ah well i yeah. we talked last uh last time we recorded too with james from the watchtower about uh we see we we keep looking at <gasps> there's a little wonder bat seed like when Batman throws his grapple gun around Faust and yep. then Wonder Woman lassos and the two are just standing there and like, and Susan, I think you were the one who said last time, and just, even though they're animated characters, there was a palpable chemistry. Yeah, and- it was, it's weird. It's weird right? to say that because I, I mean, it sounds ridiculous that there'd be a chemistry with the characters. I don't even mean our voices or anything. Yeah. No. I just think even without, there's just something about the two of them yes. that feels, you know, magical to it me does. watching and, um, it you know it makes me knowing what they became. Um, it's just very sweet to have these moments with them and to watch those moments. I know uh, it's almost as though we planned it all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Are you admitting uh, now that this was the plan all along? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we had a couple of plans. But but that wasn't really one of them. That mm. kind of fell into our lap, and we and we ran with it. But it turns out that maybe, you know, uh, instinctively we were, we were setting the groundwork for that because there are little hints throughout the there show are. as as we lead up to it. So maybe you know subconsciously we knew that was where we were going, but we we didn't consciously make those choices. And the amazing thing is, if if that was the case, like you know, you weren't getting real time feedback. This was two thousand. You know, when you guys were writing oh, yeah. this, it was 2000. It wasn't even 2001 yet. So you weren't getting the online people saying, oh, this episode was so cute. I shipped Wonder Woman and Batman or anything like that. That was pre-Twitter, yeah. pre-social media, everything. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But we we did get a response the second that happened. I don't know where we got it, but we got it. And and we knew, okay, we've got to run with this now. At this point, <laughs> we're like, oh, we didn't, you know. So And we were having fun with it. So it was more us than then, you know, oh, people are going to go nuts when they see this. But yeah, it, it, it became it became a thing when when we saw it. We we're like, OK, this is a thing now. You know, that kiss. I know that, that's what that's, you know, <laughs> that, that made it that made it happen. And we were like, well, we didn't really intend for it to be that kind of kiss. And we didn't you know, but it, it ended up, you know, like people liked it. So we're like, all right. and all these years later, I mean, I get asked about Wonder Bat all the time. And of course, I. I love them. So I, <laughs> I, I feed the frenzy as well because hashtag Wonderbat. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, I, we, we talked about that the last time you were on, how sweet yeah. that was to hear you talk about it. 
um, because the the actors never know the behind the scenes stories. You know, they're not privy. They're not in those rooms where things right. are discussed and right. plot points and all of those things. Yeah. So it's so extraordinary when you are able to talk to the director from your show years later and find out about what happened behind the scenes with that kiss. It, it's it's uh, I was in a good place at a good time for that to happen. So it was it was it was neat. It was really mm. neat. The title of this episode, Paradise Lost, obviously John Milton, his famous poem from the yes. uh, the 17th century, was that purposely done? Was it like, oh, it, you know, because it's sometimes referred to as Paradise Island. Is there that double meaning there or was it literally just based, you know, obviously heavily on the oh, John no, Milton? It, it was the, the yeah, it was it both. Obviously, the double meaning because because you you. Uh, in the comics from from her creation, it was always Paradise Island. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the the Linda Carter series, it was like Paradise Island. Themyscira came later on, um, and and they wanted because they just realized why they wouldn't call it Paradise Island. That's kind of you know they they, they would be a know, name. Some, yeah, it would be a mm-hmm. name. And so what what would be that name? And they 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 came up with something. So um, so and a, and a mythology to go with that something. So but that's, is. you know, it speaks to the 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 crew, you know, on the show that, of course, it was a double meaning, of mm-hmm. course. Right. Because you have these people who are well read and so passionate about what they're writing and directing and setting a score to. And um, that's why it lifts the whole project. And that's yeah. I think I'm convinced that's why we're talking about it all these years later and why I've always maintained that all you need to do is let these people do your on camera, your live action movies, because you're never going to find a better group of people to write your stories and to direct your stories ever hands down. Right. I mean, it's just, we we hear that all the time. We see it all the time. We hear it all the time. Like it just seems like a no brainer, (laughs) right. That you'd have these, these people, I'd say guys, but I don't mean just men. I mean, obviously women as well, but um, yeah. So I can't. I, all these years later, I, I'm just so grateful that I had people like you, um, and for the fans also that we had people like you and and Rich, who you know, all of you, all of you, yeah. Dwayne, all of you, yeah. who who knew the material, who cared so deeply about it, but not only knew the material, but knew other things as well, literature, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, movies, popular culture. It's yeah. all thrown into this this animated show. Oh, it's it's extraordinary. I mean, Bruce drew all of the mythological art for the backstory, which mm. was extraordinary. Uh, that stuff was so beautiful. Wow, um, that's incredible! Research, isn't that nice? It was, yeah. It was so nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and it just it looks like he just you know pulled them out of a out of a museum. Yep, um, absolutely. But but no, he's he he's he's he can fake it really well. <laughs> he's the real deal, right? He, really he fakes the he, real deal real well. Oh yeah. yeah he really <laughs> So I'm curious if this is one of those things where the mall that got demolished, was that a Wayne Enterprises suddenly had to come in and pay for the damages? <laughs> is, is he uh, is he on the hook for anything done by Justice League damage? I'm curious. Uh, sure. <laughs> 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 but, you know, secret donations and this and that, right. you know, I'm sure, you know, behind the scenes. I know. Okay. Okay, so if we're watching this show and there are a lot of questions we're asking and you're like, well, that's not my purview. You know, I I didn't write that or I didn't storyboard. So when we watch these episodes that say directed by Dan Reba, 
what are you responsible for <laughs> that we're seeing? What it, 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 it can you just walk us through that? What it is that we're what we're that we're, you, we're we're that yeah. I know it sounds really all encompassing and I, like I'm taking the credit for a lot of people's work essentially. No, uh, just the opposite. But, but, it feels but, like there are so many departments doing so many things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what is it that that you because create? because even even like say the the background designs and all the stuff it was filtering through Glenn Murakami who was art directing the series so it's like you'd have to kind of like and 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 I would certain episodes and certain things you know you'd kind of go well, yeah but we need this for the board for this this and this you know he would be like I need a vision that works for this and you know and he was very picky uh <laughs> director about certain things so so it was it was it was uh that was uh, uh fun and 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 tough you know to do but for the most part it's like i would be focusing on the storyboard aspects and and just picking the board artists for what sequence they're doing uh and 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 uh plusing stuff that 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 isn't quite hitting the mark for for what you know when they record we're like listening to it and kind of like okay this should be more like this and um and uh and and also supporting those board artists you know answering the questions and trying to get things across that you know so you're you're directing traffic to a large degree Hmm. it it, it becomes a thing where you're setting the tone uh you're 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 helping them uh do their craft and then you you're playing with it you know after they've they've given it to you it's like a movie set you know it's it's like all these different departments and and at what point do you send it off? Because obviously we didn't do this to picture mm-hmm. and, and until it came back. So at one point do you set, send it off right. to have it animated? So you get the material put together uh, yeah. it, and, and then it's the, the, when the board is at a, at a, at a tight enough shape, you take it to a timer who goes through and with a stopwatch, uh, I have one, where is it? This is the one I used. Wow. Well. Wait, yeah, that's cool. You still have <laughs> that? That, that is the actual watch. stopwatch? That's the one? This is the actual stopwatch I used. Uh, uh, you know, we have timers, but you'd go back in and you'd kind of make sure that, 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 that the stuff was working right. And, and, and to the frame, you know, they slug it basically, you know, to, to the frame. Wow. Uh, and, and then, and then you have the, the dialogue is, is, is also like timed and you're given a length of time for each, each line. And, um, and so those are plugged in when, when you get it to a shape that works and it's close enough to the length of, of shipping, you send it to, uh, to the, the recording, uh, to the editing department, they listen to the track, cut it to the length that's designated on the storyboard. So then it's now it's on film. Now it's becoming tangible. It's it's actually on a recording track. And that is sent to a timer who then uh, they they make sheets, exposure sheets to the to the actual slug. And so every single frame is accounted for. And there's a now there's 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 a big stack of sheets. And then somebody transcribes the, the dialogue. And they actually have to write down. So you have to do mouth codes based on the lines so that the mouths match what's what's said. And then you have a timer go through and talk about the acting and going, okay, they look at the storyboard and they go, okay, this is how many frames it takes to walk into a room or fly over here or this and that. And then every single frame is accounted for. Those sheets go with the storyboard when it's finalized. 
now in the middle of all that there's notes from from you know the, the producers there's notes from the network you know and all those things have to be addressed and tricked and, and then and you have to make those adjustments in the sheets when they come after the fact so uh, that's what a lot of the stuff where that's where my stopwatch comes in mostly it's like trying to <laughs> adjust those things after the fact before shipping and it goes to a checking department and then they come and ask you and grill you questions about about the show to make sure that everything syncs up and then and you make even more changes to adjust to correct the timing to make sure that everything can be animated and all the notes for effects and are clear it's it's a it's a huge process that requires and meticulous a like lot God, of so knowledge meticulous. about the entire process that you have to know all of this stuff and, and how did you learn it like how did you know how to do all that is it were you in school or did you learn on the job uh, I learned uh, how to do sheets in school from animating. You animate this stuff, okay. and and then and then uh, when I was uh, at, at my very first job was doing in betweens uh, for a stu small studio, Rick Reiner Productions, and you read the sheets when you animate. Uh, I was assistant. I was cleaning up work. I was uh, taking rough animation, tightening it up, and and, okay. and cleaning it up. But you have to know how to read the sheets, um, which I didn't the very first time because I, I I added frames thinking that my job was to put it on ones, which is that wasn't the, my job. My job was to clean up what was there. I didn't have to actually add extra frames, so I went you know. So they had to like they taught me. <laughs> I learned on the job. That was my first job, and so. And then when I was at Deke um, for a while, I was storyboarding, but then they needed people to help with lip sync assignments. And so they sent me to Japan for three months. And so all I did was look, go through sheets and correct mouth charts. And, and, um, wow. and so then I, I really, that's, that was like the school, the three months in Japan really taught me like how to, how to, how to do this stuff. And, how to and you came it. back from that trip saying, this is, yeah, this is it. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so then when I, I, I directed a bit at Deke uh, on ALF and, and, and a bunch of stuff. And then when I was on Batman, I was like, they, it was, I, I knew Batman was going to be a, a, a really important show, but also very hard and time consuming. And I was about to get married and I'm like, I don't think I can take the time uh, to do all of that. I'm going to focus on either storyboarding or, or, or character design or something. I'm not going to put myself out as a director right away. And uh, what happened was that uh, Dick Sebast uh, left and they, they put me, uh, they, 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 they had me finish his shows and they liked what I did and I had fun and it turned out being easier than I thought. I mean, still grueling and hard, but more fun and, and, and more rewarding. And, and, I, and, and I realized, oh, I have the skill sets for all this. I, I, there's no reason for me to be um, anxious about it. I can do this. And, uh, and, and so I stayed on for Superman and, you know, and, and, and the rest. So. And it's still done the same way. Like in other words, when you started and how it's done now, because so much of technology and so much has changed. Is it very different today? Is it easier? To animated no. And I'll tell you why it is easier in some aspects, but what happens now is that because of the advent of, of, of technology that uh, allows uh, animators to, or storyboard artists, because they're doing it electronically now, to preview their own work and make animatics. The whole animatic process now dictates. Back then, we did we didn't do animatics on uh, Batman and Superman. We didn't we didn't start doing animatics 
until Justice League because we wanted to get a sense of what the structure of the stories were. And we didn't do it right either because we didn't factor the time into it so that they kind of came after the fact. So you realize, oh my gosh, we timed this wrong. And you make adjustments after it's just about to ship because you get the animatic in before shipping and you realize, oh my gosh, we've got to adjust this and this and here and there and this isn't. And, and you'd make changes after everything's been approved and done. And, you know, and you're like, ah, and, um, but then now everything is done electronically so that, uh, the whole slugging process is, is they're trying to shut that out. They're adding more acting to the boards because, because, uh, because they can't, uh, executives look at these things as sort of mini films now, as opposed to like a, a tool for animators to animate from. So now it's sort of like really more is being done in the storyboards, more is on the back of the storyboard artists than the director's. Hmm. Um, and, and, and then the, the timing, they're now like almost phasing that out the sheets and all that stuff is kind wow. of like being toned out. Yeah. Because it's sort of like, because it's all done electronically now that you can, you can kind of just send it out and the tracks are all on the animatic and they, they time it to, to that. And, um, and it's kind of sad because there's a whole skill set of people that were adding to this, that, mm -hmm. that whose input was very important. And uh, and they were animators at one point. They all knew how to animate, so they knew what was going to be on the screen. Um, and but now it's sort of like, oh, we're just going to cut this to make it look like film, and and it's like so much more, so much more work for fewer people. Let me put it that way. Yeah. And so, if you were to start on the show tomorrow, um, you obviously have developed the skills that are currently being used. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you'd have to go in and figure it out you just always moved along with the profession pretty much, pretty much mm -hmm. yeah 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 you're just you know you just communicate with the with the crew what what needs to be done and you know thumbnail the stuff that needs to be you know whatever and you, you try to get the make sure that they have the background designs and all of that stuff that needs but to was be it done. a learning curve for you in terms of the technology yes and uh -huh. of course of course always yeah yeah everything's a learning curve right uh, um, and, uh, started doing that more on Ben 10 mm -hmm. and then, uh, and then, and then I was at DreamWorks for a while and, uh, and working on both Toon Boom and Photoshop for, for stuff. And yeah, it was, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fun thing. It's a fun thing. As far as the directing duties, I'm curious with, uh, when the ADR sections that Susan mentioned earlier, is that strictly Andrea in there with there, or are you and Bruce in, the, in on those sessions as well? Yes. Uh, almost always, unless, unless there's a, an issue with, uh, scheduling and I'm, I'm busy doing something else. Um, yeah, you try to go to the ADR sessions because that's sort of a lot of the times that's, that's based on, uh, the animation, not syncing up with the performance correctly, and and then you have to kind of like either the the animation is more intense or you want to pull you want to pull it back a little bit to fit um, the, the the tone of the you know and and there's sometimes there's just like lip flaps you you kind of need for action and whatever there's some kind of thing that you're like oh we need a noise here and you know, it's like there's times that we just like oh you know we needed a grunt so we added something here and you know there's always there's always something you know it's like more intensity less intensity. Honestly, on this one, I was wondering, um, on, on this show, it's like, there's a hurricane. There should have been more wind and people should have been yelling Superman, uh, you know, Superman and Wonder Woman are just sort of like having a conversation. I'm like, wait, didn't we just see 
like a tree being uprooted and and it's like wouldn't there just be like <laughs> and it just seems like it all just ends you know it's like i boy i wish i had had them go into shelter somewhere where they are under a cover instead of just out in the open so that mm-hmm. you can at least justify like a little moment of quiet that they could have a conversation and not have to yell at each other but I, that was one of those moments where i went wow i kind of because you can justify the streets being empty because everyone's inside and, and sure. trying to protect, you know. So it's like, because uh, I always notice that. It's like, oh, there are no crowds. There are no other cars. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? And you're like, oh, it's a hurricane. Everyone is, except for this girl. Everyone except <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> Come on, Cassie. And and clearly that newsstand guy didn't get the memo. Uh, he Obviously. didn't read the papers that he was selling. You know? <laughs> but But it's sort of like, wow. I could have, yeah, that would have, that could have helped make the, the, the hurricanes feel more, you know, were you ever asked and pardon me for asking this, but were you ever asked to do like the extras for the, you know, the Blu-rays and the DVDs and stuff to like do commentary for this? Cause yeah, I did did a few, I did a few. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I love that commentary is like my favorite thing, you know, like when you can hear what went on those conversations, the best. Well, you know, they're doing less and less of that now. So that's why this podcast is so very important. Yes. <laughs> that's one well, of the reasons I like streaming. physical media. Because I like in the streaming stuff, you can't access the menu that says, yes, let me do this with the director's commentary. Because I can't mm. tell you how many DVDs I bought specifically because they've got exactly. commentary from the directors of the, the stars. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and even though we're doing those things pro bono, not, yeah. nothing is like right. we're 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 not we're volunteering to make product that we like and we want to promote um it's still expensive to get the 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 the, the recording times and the booths and the editing and all that stuff to put those commentaries together they don't want to put anything extra should i say this <laughs> <laughs> i'll i'll take a i'll take a note out of your book and say sure <laughs> that was the last time Dan joined us on the podcast. <laughs> it just it's um it's such a shame because it's it's it really well, is like I mean, if you're geeky is, at all, yeah, it's yeah. so fun to hear the backstories. The it's the best. It is, it is, it really is. That's what I, I, I live for that stuff. I mean, I, I have a laser disc of Sean Connery uh, bad mouthing executives from uh, uh, either Doctor No or from Russia with Love, and they pulled it because they didn't like his uh, commentary. Of course they, did. they were like, "We didn't approve this," and they they they. So it's it's a very valuable and rare um, commentary because oh. because he actually like he actually told the truth <laughs> from his perspective, and uh, and it wasn't appreciated. I'm going to have to see if I can hunt that down now because Sean Connery is one of my favorite movie stars. Just he's, the, the, I love all of his movies. There's a couple that are like, eh, but uh, to hear, I just love to hear the, the producers were crap. <laughs> just awful, <laughs> awful directors. Just, I want to hear in that voice. Just, yeah. Just, he's just kind of complaining about cheapness or whatever. So I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to imply because honestly, physical media is going away. It is expensive. So, I mean, I, I get it. I understand it's an investment. Ish. And so they, they really, they don't understand, you know, that it, it, it makes it have more value mm-hmm. with, if you put extra, you know, stuff on it. And, and I mean, there is extra stuff. It's just less commentary than there yeah. used to be. Um, we have so, one last question, and it's actually uh, from me. If you could have cast Sean Connery <laughs> in one of the voice roles of the Justice League villains, who would you have cast him as? 
any any villain out there, and it's not to take anything away from a villain if we've already got a voice. I'm just saying, in your mind, who would be a poor? Because I would. I was hoping before he died, we would have gotten to see him as a live action Rachel Ghoul. Oh yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. I mean, I was just kind of thinking. I mean, not that 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 he could you know improve on on John Rice Davies, but I mean, it's like. A, <laughs> Yeah, picturing some of those lines, <laughs> it's like, oh, right, you know, yeah, well, given, uh, given, you okay. yeah, given yeah. his his stance on women, uh, I know, stuff you I know. it would be it would be a little achy. Yeah, I'll come so to you once I'm finished with your mother. Your mother, I know. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. uh, maybe not. Yeah, okay, let's let's yeah. This yeah. Is, and that's why Sean Connery was never cast in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we had Lazenby, another Bond. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I forgot yeah, about so, that. Yeah. So, yeah. Remind me to tell you guys my Lazenby story one day. <gasps> what? Yeah. It's no. pretty, and it's it's pretty um, sultry. So remind me. Should uh, we? Stay uh, tuned. What, what this, is, it something, is it something that we should talk about not on the show? And is it going to make Patrick Duffy jealous? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? And then Patrick Duffy was very, very jealous. No, um, it was it wasn't involving Diana. It was involving Susan. So, oh, okay, well, even better. Yeah, we'll save. Yeah, we'll save it for another time. <laughs> oh, okay. George I'm Lazenby blushing. will be our guest on that episode. Uh, we'll have to make oh, sure wow. we get him. <laughs> wow. It's listen. I just read Barbara Streisand's book, and it's uh, it's funny to think that she and I have anything in common, um, but we do have George Lazenby in common. Wow. I mean, to, 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 to a certain degree, to a yeah. certain degree. And I'll just leave it there. <laughs> I don't know if we can top that. Maybe we should just stop right now, folks. Oh, uh, no. All right. Well, oh, well, no. we, 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 it is time. That is it true. Is time we, we, it. The hour, yes, it feels yes. every time we have Dan on, it feels like we've only talked for 20 minutes, but then I look at the I clock know. and I'm like, my goodness. Um, tell people if they want to keep up with you, cause you're very active on social medias or Facebook and everything. And you do well, all this great art where if people want to keep up with you more. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I, I, I post on Facebook, uh, and I post my art there. And also, um, I do have a, 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 a rep who, who does stuff for me, uh, on, on, on Instagram. So for commissions and stuff. So, uh, a guy helps me out there. Um, and, and so you can hunt me there on Instagram, even though I technically am not on there. But uh, the rep is the rep is. Yes. Uh, OK. Uh, and so if somebody wants commission from you, you can they can uh, reach out to this person yes. or reach out to you on Facebook. So do we know um, specifically on Instagram what the account is? I, that's I, you know, I don't know if I'm, I'm allowed to, to, to give out his his I, I have to. uh <laughs> I did talk to him first. I'm sorry. No worries. No worries. I'm so good with this because it's like I, you know, and I don't always have time all the time to do stuff. So I always like keep it in certain because I just did the CGC thing and I will be doing stuff with them again. But I, I it was uh, last month. I just completed a whole CGC thing. So um, it was it, it was it was it was it was pretty nice. Um, OK, so for people like me who don't know what that is, can you just tell me what CGC is? uh they do uh uh they grade comic books and put they slab them they put them in a thing that kind of gives you a, a number a numerical grade of like what it's valued so collectors oh. kind of like oh i like see them. okay and so they trade in this stuff and so what i do is i draw covers blank covers 
for these things. And then I, um, they commissioned me to do that and they, they pay me for the, you know, whatever. So it's, okay, uh, got it. you know, and then somebody sends, you know, I, I did a, uh, I did a tribute to, to, uh, to Kevin Conroy. Um, and, uh, and, uh, it actually, it's going to appear in a book. So oh, nice. that's, wow. that's, that's how many, um, from one of the, one of your colleagues, <laughs> one of the guys that actually, you know, so that's, that's how that works. It's like, so they, they pay me for doing these, this art and then it gets slabbed and they get paid from these people for doing the slabbing. And then those people, sometimes they sell them and sometimes they hang them on the walls. And, um, and it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's been a fun gig. It's really wow. Fun. Good for you. All right. So we, so we have your Intel in terms yes. of getting people getting in touch with you. To some degree. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, and I've, I'm my website of duh, duh. The danreba.com it's like i that that's my, uh-huh. my i have my you know my email attached to there that uh that, that danreba.art dot you know so so people have reached out to me there and, all right so um, this is the thing people can reach you is what you're saying yes Dan you are reba, reachable danreba.com is, <laughs> all right is, brilliant it, yeah yeah dan reba we appreciate you coming on again uh, no doubt we will ask you back several other times before this podcast reaches its conclusion in the year 2032. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll, yeah, just, just, just uh, give me a call. All right. Well, uh, yeah. we have your number. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> Dan Reba, we appreciate your time so much. Thanks for joining us. I Thanks for joining us, Dan. Thank you. Dan Reba. There he goes, Dan Reba. Just such a nice guy and super knowledgeable. I always feel smarter after I come away talking from him because I feel like I did not know that previously. So hopefully our listeners feel the same way. They get that inside knowledge and they can be, they'll be able to have their own geeky sound effects when they say to someone in conversation, actually, that's not why they did that in the animated series. So he's so delightful, isn't he? Like he's delightful. That word was created for Dan Reba and I loved hearing um, the behind the scenes, what what goes on, what makes this happen? Because as much as I've been involved with the show, I have no idea about all of the, you know, the production issues that go on and the, and it's so complex, right? And it's fascinating to me. And I'm sure to so many people who are hopefully listening <laughs> to this podcast. It makes me so, want yeah, to go back and watch lovely. it again because I I didn't I, now that he pointed it out I see it uh-huh. but the whole Jason and the Argonauts bit yeah I was like oh my gosh and now I want to go back and watch it again the fact that Bruce drew all that stuff and gave all I the know. references and then he had that sensibility Dan did to come in and say let's make this like this I I need to go back and rewatch it again no I agree and when hearing about Bruce drawing those uh, the statue I mean my God. It's so crazy how much talent these people have. Insane, right? Just yeah. insane. But as you often say, that's one of the reasons we're still revisiting the show is because, uh, you know, it, it, there's such a talent attached to this all the way down the line. Like he was mentioning the the animators and the people who are checking the time and, you know, the the storyboard artists all the way to sending it through to the next phase. And those that's like an assembly line of people who don't get the credit they should. Do you see them in the credits that list all these different people? Sure. But when you're looking at that, you never really pay attention to it. But I'm starting to more and more like, oh, that's the same animator who did, you know, and thanks to this podcast, I feel like I'm getting smarter, which I can only go up from here. Let's face it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we have to tell people, right? Let's tell people that they they should listen to this 
and subscribe to our show, to our podcast. And I mean, it's, you know, leave a review if you're so inclined. If you're enjoying this content, please leave a review and, and, you know, and, and, and stay with us because it's all, it, we're just getting better and we're just getting started. I mean, it's a long, it's a long road and I'm, I couldn't be happier to be on it frankly. Yeah, no, this is great. And I think uh, it's important for the people to check it out. And I'm going to, I'm going to steal a page from Michael Rosenbaum's book because uh, I know when he does his podcast, I remember him listening to inside of you and saying, if, if you like my show, take your friend's phone when they're not looking and subscribe to my podcast on their (laughs) phone too. So, you know, that's a valid thing. If it comes out of the mouth of Michael Rosenbaum, it can't be wrong. So people, if you're listening to this podcast and you're at a party and Hey, can I see your phone for a minute? Take a selfie and then find the Justice League Revisited podcast and subscribe on their phone, too, and download the episodes. That's such a flash thing to say, too. I know. Right? Like, it's such a flash. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's perfect. Okay. So, all right, people, you have your orders. There you go. You're marching. So, this is what you need to do. (laughs) Your princess has spoken. Susan has just told you. So, go (laughs) forth and download. (laughs) If people want to find you online, Susan, uh, social media handles, websites, things like that. So website is SusanEisenbergVoice.com and handle is Susan Eisenberg one pretty much everywhere at, on all the sites, <laughs> all 14 of them, oh it seems. But there are just so many. I don't know how you do it. So I, many sites. I, I do less and less of it, frankly, because it's exhausting and you don't want to repeat yourself everywhere you go. It's um, so anyway, I'm on I'm on where everybody is. Right. The only thing I'm not on, I'm not on Facebook. Um, but you know, pretty much everywhere else, I think. So you can find me. I'm not hard to find people. If you want to find me, you can find me. (laughs) And especially if you want to find her at a convention, you need to go to your convention, whoever that might be in your area and tell them to reach out to CelebWorks and book Susan. Tell them you want to find her at your next convention. Say, Hey, because usually a lot of those bigger cons, I know, uh, wizard world used to do it. Planet comic con has done it. They give you a little form as you're leaving, fill out who would you like to see at future conventions? Say Susan Eisenberg, all capital letters, and then say contact <laughs> celeb works so that they get the point. That's that's, I'm just putting that out there. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's a nice way to finish this. Yeah. We'll wrap that up there. All right. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at geeked me radio on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash geeked me radio. And if you would please go to YouTube and find geeked me radio there, hit the subscribe button and then hit the little bell notification. Every time we go live with video, if my executive producer, Joey V who helps us out a great deal with this show as well, I might add, uh, anytime he's in the studio, he, we do video. So you can check out one of my past shows on my website, geek2meradio.com. And if you would find me there on YouTube, we're trying to boost the numbers there. And, uh, that, that's all I got. What, what, what say you just thank you for listening and the conversation continues.